Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. A very happy Palm Sunday to each and everyone out there in the metaverse. Indeed. I hope everybody's having a great day with their families. Hope you're getting ready to go out and enjoy some sunshine. And if not, spark one up and jump into the rotation. It's weird because like last week you guys did it without me and now now we're doing it without Gary. Shit, I even have Gary's name in the fucking the caption there still. <laughs> well, Gary's with us in spirit. Uh, you know, he's feeling a little under the weather today, but uh, wish Gary a quick recovery. Uh, he is an amazing, you know, uh, person when it comes to being a cannabis advocate. Uh, he has dedicated untold hours to helping us behind the scenes in the legislature uh, push things through and and just, you know, um, helps give the moral support and ground to why we really do this work. He cares a lot about his family and um, he's he's he's, you know just one more family uh, just like uh, many of ours that are affected by chronic debilitating conditions and need cannabis to survive and when you see that good hard-working people um, like the steins go through what they go through it, you know it reminds us of why we do this work and the advocacy work that we do you know so but uh gary i hope you wish you a, a, a quick recovery and uh, hope to see you uh, soon in uh, future episodes well gary's missing out because in studio we got some old school friends of the show here and i'm gonna be like some sort of taste tester today yeah. <laughs> all right what, what, what's going on here we got we got cushy pies so like if you guys have been about sun coast normal Maybe even sit back in the day when we were at Central Florida normal, right? right? Yeah. You know, yeah. since the very inception, you know, Vinny and Hannah here have been uh, been there lending support and hanging out. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Vinny, you know, uh, doing some physical work and like helping us set up for events or whether it's Hannah lending her expertise or whatever it is, you know, these guys have been there since the beginning, right? And they're cushy pies. Vinny yeah. and Hannah. And uh, we've got some like awesome food here, right? Right. Yeah, man, it's uh, delicious, uh, infused with uh, all legal Delta 8, and uh, it'll get you very high very quickly. Uh, nanotechnology uh, is what we're uh, utilizing for our THC infusion. And uh, we're known for pies in a jar. Yeah, pies in a jar. Pies in a jar. Pies in a jar. <laughs> looks like this. It's a six ounce jar. And yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I, I had a, a setup with a camera that like would like zoom in, but it doesn't really work. That's okay. So now we got don't this worry, like fancy one that doesn't like, zoom in. Yeah. Don't worry, we can zoom in. We'll just kind of do that. <laughs> <laughs> pistachio, Gary. We hope you recover soon. This was for you, Gary. This was a special so, pistachio we brought just for Gary Stein. So we'll we'll get into the in, into the pies in just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I believe Kano might have some like news or something going on. What's happening? Well, man, we, there's always a lot happening. But uh, uh, let me tell you, news wise, you know, um, just to update folks. Uh, this country is is headed in the right direction. Uh, we just confirmed a new Supreme Court justice uh, who's actually from Florida, uh, Judge Kintanji uh, 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 Jackson Brown. We, we really appreciate uh, you know seeing someone appointed to the Supreme Court who actually family has been affected by the war on drugs. She actually has an uncle that uh, you know was sentenced for for many decades uh, uh, into prison, and I think that you know in future case precedents uh, this will make all the difference. Uh, and added some compassion and some personal experience um, uh, to what we're seeing. Um, interesting enough, though, you know, when it comes to cannabis sentencing at the federal level, uh, it's at an all-time low. Uh, only about a thousand people in in uh, twenty uh, twenty one were sentenced uh, to federal prison uh, for cannabis crimes. Which, if you just go back, you know, uh, right before 
you know, the legalization really hit in uh, in Colorado and in Washington and stuff. I mean, we were seeing, you know, uh, eight, seven, eight, ten thousand people a year uh, in many cases going to federal prison uh, for for cannabis crimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's been a long road. Um, oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> is that me? We it, it's been a long road, man. And you know, like uh, honestly, like I I kind of feel like uh, this event that we're doing, the Tampa Bay A Cannabis Business Expo, is, is shaping out to be kind of interesting because it's like I, I I got excited yesterday in our group chat and like was like, holy shit. Vinny's involved with this event. Chris Grubb's going to be helping out. Yeah. Uh, Carla Fantastic is back on our board, right? Um, we're really doing a lot of things that are, like, going back to our roots, you know? And 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 it's been interesting to see this event unfold because, like, it's, it's, it's nice to have, like, some old friends helping us out. And I really feel like uh, a good way to do this show, I don't, I don't know if Kano agrees with me or not, but it would be just to like eat some pies and kind of reminisce of, of <laughs> shit that Central Florida Normal has done. And um, I, I don't know if Keno is opposed to that or not. I'm not opposed to it. I'm actually a little bit envious in that I, I don't have a cushy yeah, pie in exactly. front of me. But I can I can think from experience and, and, and join y'all uh, in solidarity. I'll tell you this much: I have uh, had some cushy pies uh, before. Uh, as I recall, my last time I drove down to Florida and I drove back, I took a, a couple of cushy pies with me, and they did not make it uh, back to DC. They they were, <laughs> they, they were gone before I hit the Georgia border, and oh, and and it, it was amazing. I felt I felt awesome. I felt medicated. Uh, it really helped me with, uh, with with the long drive. Uh, so I have to thank y'all. Uh, amazing product. Look, let me tell you about, you know, when it comes to to, to uh, infuse cannabis products, um, you know, especially in the legal market with hemp infusions, uh, usually it's either they don't taste very good or they're not strong enough. But Cushy Pies gets you there. It's strong enough. And they're absolutely fucking delicious. And put that shit on a t-shirt if you got to, because that's how I feel about it. That's my review. Absolutely fucking delicious. Okay, so I see, I see, like, I, I don't think the, the camera's got it, but there's like a, a, like a little display, like here. a little, like, little pyramid of jars there, there, right? So I see a bunch of jars there, right? Um, so, so tell me what, what's the same and what's different about each one of these jars? So our first pie that we made was key lime. I. Uh-huh. How I came up with this is I wanted to find an edible. I wanted to make an edible that didn't taste straight like cannabis. Uh I don't really like the taste, and I'm sure that a lot of foodies don't enjoy the taste. Mm -hmm. So It's an acquired taste. You know, I like the taste, but, you know, I've acquired it over my years. Right. So (laughs) I particularly don't, and I found that a lot of other foodies that want to get high and enjoy the medication, they also don't enjoy the taste. So I started making pies, and that's key lime. That's my first pie. That's the original uh, cushy pie flavor. That was the first one that we ever experimented with. So you guys see these right? Yeah. Six-ounce jars. Jars of deliciousness. And uh, how how many milligrams is in this jar? 200. 200 milligrams. 200 milligrams. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) So you can share a jar with another person. So I or split them in half. I, am, I don't share. I demolish them by myself. <laughs> I, I am reminded here eating this jar about uh, about our first giant blunt. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why, but it just seemed to to have that vibe. Man, that first giant blunt in the Temple Terrace Fourth of July parade—the one that caused <laughs> all the all the all the ruckus. <laughs> Among the among the among the Karens in the in the neighborhood, I thought that was awesome. Yes. Well, so, I'm, I'm still kind of we're still kind of going against on Snelling, you know. Uh, I, I'm sitting here with you guys. That's why I'm thinking about it because of Ellen Snelling. Yeah, she's so, she, I, we're back. She's back. I, I'm <laughs> sitting here with you guys, and I'm eating a hemp infused pie, and she's complaining to the county about uh, hemp infusions. You know, um, <laughs> she is, and it's 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 uh, it's it's. It's staggering that that's still the fight that's going on. Um, well, I like, to, I like to take a moment to offer Ellen a formal invitation to the expo because Cushy Pies is going to be at the expo. Yeah. And, yeah. and I feel as though if she just ate one Cushy Pie, yeah. she would she would she would change her view on so many things. 
Well, we uh, also make non-infused too. Well, we also have non-infused. Ellen made some uh, <laughs> some so news fire. comments <laughs> about hemp that were mm-hmm. were kind of strange, and I think if she went to the expo, she would be uh, very much informed about the subject. Because she was making accusations like people have died from overdoses from eating hemp and That's things just like that. Chris. That's just so ludicrous. That, that was just crazy. <laughs> That's, you know, usually, I mean, I think that's how we met her was uh, going to speak at city council meetings and commission meetings, county commission meetings. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's kind of how we had to preface everything when we spoke right behind her. Just, uh, just a. Actually, Vinny, where you really met her was you and Grub photobombed her at the 4th of July parade because she had a big no to pot sign on the Hillsboro <laughs> GOP's float. And I remember y'all going up there with your yes on two shirts. You know, <laughs> and then after that, yeah. So so you may remember it, City Council, but her first encounter with us was photobombing oh. her at the parade. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for for reminding us or bringing that to our attention. Yeah, no. <laughs> and the only reason I know this is because Facebook I mean, Facebook likes to dry snitch every so often and bring up memories that you don't even remember. Were you, you part of that photo? Bomb thing? Uh, yeah, that, that was so funny. That sounds about right. I think it was uh, Helen and her other friend. I can't remember the other lady's name. So this is uh, Strawberry Shortcake, right? So that's the one um, the, the governor just officially uh, named Strawberry Shortcake the dessert of Florida. Is that what I'm mm-hmm. to be understanding? So, so uh, Ron DeSantis just uh, named uh, Strawberry Shortcake the official uh, dessert of the state of Florida. So wait, did it, did we drop key lime pie then? Is that he? I mean, that's <laughs> well, we were, no, we were we were talking about that. Like some people, like you, think that key lime pie should be the official state. Right. Uh, I thought it was. I, I, I promise you, I've been civically minded for a long time. I could have swore it was up there in the rotunda, but maybe I'm I'm just got a Mandela effect or something. I think I think Vinny actually feels differently. Like with stra- strawberry shortcakes, better in Plant City than anywhere else in the world. Yeah, uh, uh, be the state dessert. Yeah, um, man, well, maybe that's what I thought. I thought maybe DeSantis was like, "Oh, that those liberals in their key lime pie. Let's go to some good old fashioned Plant City shortcake." You know, I could, <laughs> yeah, I can see that one being the, the move there. You know, yeah, you guys know that Plant City is like the uh, the North American uh, winter strawberry capital right. of North America. So that's why maybe it should be like their winter dessert, like the official dessert of winter: uh, strawberry shortcake <laughs> and uh, summertime key lime pie. <laughs> Yeah. As far as Crazy Bites is concerned, we have um, we have an author offering for both. Uh, I mean, in, in fact, it could be any month, really. She, yeah. she does. Um, Say five vacay. Yeah, exactly. We have a pie for every month to kind of celebrate each theme. A pie for every month. That sounds awesome. You guys have a pie for every month. Yeah, like yeah. last last month um, for Shen, for St. Patrick's Day, we had a. Uh, we had two of them. We had the green, the mint shamrock, and then we also had like a chocolate mint shamrock, which kind of like a thin mint Girl Scout cookie kind of thing. Which That's what this one is right here. Actually, it hit so well that people were keep asking yeah. for it. So we said, "We'll continue making it." Yeah. <laughs> well, you got you you got to also keep them in, like you know, like McD's. They only bring the shamrock shapes and the McRib around right. a little right. bit. You got you got to be have people wanting wanting your stuff, you know. So, so in the month of April, I am doing mango pie. Yep, that's what we got. So, you know, because uh, you know, celebrating 420 all all month and uh, mango. You know, they said that the terpenes, the mango terpenes, help uh, enhance you your, your high. Right, exactly. Yeah. So kind of intensifies indica. it. Yeah, side of things. So that's kind of what we're celebrating. Uh, it's not that it's actually mango season yet, but, <laughs> no. uh, but we did say we're going to celebrate mango for the month so, of April. If you I guys did. want to try cushy pies, yes, you can come to the Tampa Bay Cannabis Business Expo. Absolutely, Carla, fla- flash that flyer. Let the folks that, see. That shit is free, son. That it's shit free. is free. Is it free to get into just, the expo? You That's just what's fucking up. Walk into the expo. Just walk up. Walk right up to the cushy pies booth and just be like, "Hey, Vinny Hannon, what's up with these cushy pies?" That's right. And yeah. then you hear it straight from the sources. We'll ask you what flavor would you like, sir? What <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited to be to be hosting this expo because I think that you know, for so many people, getting into the cannabis industry feels like a pipe dream, uh, especially when you see how vertical integration was rolled out in Florida, how you have to have a huge nursery and, and, and millions of dollars and own a few uh, a few Republican senators if you're gonna, or a Tallahassee mayor and city council if you're going to get anywhere. 
And I think that those are those that, that narrative uh, in many ways is still relevant, still true. But there are so many ways to get into this industry now that uh, hemp has allowed. I mean, Carlos, you're, you know, you have a hemp dispensary there. You know, uh, Hannah, with with your hemp infusions, you know, uh, I, I, hey, I remember the first go around of Cushy Pies you rolled out. And now look at you got a, a flavor of the month. So Hannah and Vinny, if you could share with the, you know, with the, the listeners and folks, uh out there in the in the ether, just you know, what motivated you, or or what 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 was it that that you when you saw that glimmer, like when was the aha moment for you, like oh, this is my lane, I'm gonna get in it, and we're gonna ride this out, and see where it goes. Um, for me, it was definitely the taste. I it's very hard to find an edible that doesn't have such a strong taste. And that chlorophyll, yeah, that, that, yes. that like, oh, this tastes like straight reefer. <laughs> right. So, and I told him, I said, I really would like for me to have something like that because when anytime we'd go to Colorado or out west, it would be so strong that I couldn't enjoy the actual edible. It was more, it was overbearing. So I, I started making key lime and until I perfected the taste and, um, you know, and some of my pies, I'm not going to lie, pistachio does bring out the cannabis a lot more. So, <laughs> but um, it's, I've perfected, it's on the very back end, but it's definitely an edible that you can enjoy and um, reap the benefits afterwards. All right. So here, here's one thing I want to, I'm sorry, Vinny, were you going to say something? Oh, I would, yeah, I was just like, let me jump in there. I just wanted to kind of piggyback on what Hannah is saying is, uh, in, especially in the beginning and, and even up to now, it's kind of one of the things that we go back and forth on is uh, does it taste weedy enough? Is it, it sometimes she's always saying that it's, it's too weedy. And then there's times when I'm just like, man, this, I don't taste it at all. Are you sure we infuse this? <laughs> and then, you know, with, the, with these things, you eat three bites and then just wait 10 minutes. You'll, you'll know if it's infused or not because uh, very fast acting, very fast acting. But yeah, nice. that's, that's the whole thing. We've, we, what we've come to realize that what we've know, learned uh, just from, from being out there and, and dealing with the, uh, more and more uh, customer based people, uh, followers and whatnot, is that um, the foodies in particular, they don't really care for the overpowering taste of cannabis. They want a, uh, you know, a well balanced, almost hidden uh, flavor profile to where, you know, you're tasting the strawberry, you're tasting um, all the elements of, of a deconstructed uh, strawberry cheesecake. But, you know, there's also uh, cannabis in there that's, you know, you're totally going to taste it and feel it. Uh, at the same time, you know. So why don't they like that cannabis taste? <laughs> like I don't like. I'm sitting here the whole time, and I'm like, man, I like it. You know, like I know I'm kind of weird for liking it, but I mean, I, I and and don't don't let me take away from these. These are delicious desserts. Like I honestly, like that's an awesome. I was at the fucking Plant City Strawberry Festival. I didn't taste a strawberry shortcake that tasted that good. <laughs> <laughs> and this had this has hemp in it. Right. But but yeah, I don't I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't understand time, why times I, are I like that taste. Times are changing. After now seeing um, no, why they gotta put that taste in the corner. But I can make it as strong as you want. And I can <laughs> add that taste in there. Yeah, if, if you want yeah, if you want the cannabis taste to be extra strong, we can do that. Yeah, it's just, uh, Car Carlos wants him a nice five hundred milligram strawberry I, shortcake. You I, know? All right, Hannah, I got Special I orders. got I gotta ask you, like and, and you don't you, you you can feel free to to say I don't want to answer or anything like that, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna we're we're on a business panel in the expo together, and um, the one thing that I that I think we should talk about is some of the hardships uh, really facing um, you know starting a business that, that sells hemp, and and one of the things like we we really should be hardships uh, that that are are part of this business um and and because it's going to help inform a lot of people at the expo sure um so so go ahead and give us a taste what, what's one of the hardest things about starting cushy pies licensing licensing regulations on the whole your labeling uh-huh um, it, it, there's a lot you know? there's uh -huh. a lot that goes behind it uh-huh that you don't realize until you're in deep <laughs> talk to an accountant before you start a business talk to an accountant yeah that's a very good one 
that I never do. I never talk to an accountant. Right? <laughs> so did you, I mean, you um, just started the, but you, but hang on, but that's preface. Carlos Hermida also uh, graduated from the business school of Nova. South yeah, East but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Wayne Huizenga. No, but he knows how to count. He's, the Wayne Huizenga School of Business of Nova yeah. No, it, it's done, and they, they they've actually uh, discontinued some of the programs. <laughs> but um, I, I was like talking to somebody the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, I went to business school. I know what I'm talking about." <laughs> well, and they were like, "I went to business school too," and and they were like, "Where'd you go?" And I was like, "Oh, Nova South." Eastern University, and they were like, "Oh, I went to Oxford. <laughs> I went to the Royal School of Economics in London." <laughs> no, but but that's one thing that I never do because, uh, I, and I'm in no way like a finance guy. Like I, I definitely feel like I'm more of like on the marketing side of things, but uh, like I I'm never really talked to an accountant, um, and I kind of like do the math in my head and just kind of go by estimates and shit like that. So um, yeah. Um, fortunately, things have worked out for me here. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing. You're, I see right. you're doing doing excellent. amazing things. You're doing man, great. Where this place? Uh, we're we're doing okay. Maybe we could. Uh, you want to try another pie? Yeah, so man. Maybe try, we'll do better. Did you, did you try the strawberry yet, Carlos? Yeah, he tried the strawberry. I did try, try the strawberry. Okay, so then uh, we you got mango. mango. We got Butterfinger, chocolate, or Butterfinger, Butterfingers, chocolate bro. That's the bro. That's hey, one of my favorites. That chocolate, chocolate mint right now, that um, that's that's where it's at. Man. Like I said, <laughs> if you were a fan of uh, little, what's it called, the Girl Scout cookies, the uh, yeah. Thin Mints, if you were a fan of that, you are gonna love this chocolate mint. Uh, you want some cushy oh, pie? Yeah, what's up, man? Come on in here. Yeah, we got, we got fans in the window. We have some customers in the window. We got fans in the window. Um. So yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> like, what are they doing? <laughs> Licensing's got to be one of the difficult things. What has been the best thing about starting your own app business? I gotta say, meeting new people and and, and the customers. I would, yeah, on my behalf, I, I, I sure. really enjoy meeting new people and networking. Mm -hmm. Um, it really takes me out of my comfort zone. I'm not really. Um, I've found that I'm not good at public speaking or uh, sales, but I enjoy being taken out of my comfort zone because it allows me to grow as a person as well as learn new things. So I've learned a lot about the hemp industry. I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about our community in the process of this and it helps us all grow together. And I feel it's going to allow our state, hopefully, you know, in the near future, we can deregulate yeah exactly. Just have it fully you know <laughs> we, we we can grow better as a uh, an entire state i feel if, by us coming together and uh where do you see cushy pies going and where are the obstacles that you know one thing at a time where, where do you i'm willing to go as far as we need to go like i'm i'm ready for this um what are the biggest obstacles right now to get there as, as far as like uh, to take it to the yeah i don't know i mean it's just that's a very good question um i think more as far as for cushy pies like for for me like the avenue this has opened up is uh, on top of activism yeah um you know what i'm saying like that's what this this is kind of like reignited it for me yeah in a sense like i've been able to get back out there and engage with uh uh, a whole different base that's um, way more than willing to sign any of the petitions have, that are out there. You guys have kind of always been there for the act of that. Oh, for sure. That's oh, 100%. Like, this kind of just has reignited I'm it in sitting, a sense I'm to where... I'm sitting here thinking of, of stuff that we could talk about, like from like the old days and like fucking decrim in Tampa and like, oh, yeah, all dude, that shit. We were there well, for, you know, for most of it. I got yeah. into the cannabis industry because I met Vinny and then I met you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's sure. it's it's the truth. I mean, yeah. I, I remember I, meeting at that first uh, that first spliff in Ebor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the very yeah, first one. Yeah, that was fun. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, Vinny actually got my mom high for the first time, and she's now an MMJ patient. Yeah, she's an MMJ so, patient now. You know. <laughs> my mother-in-law is an MMJ patient, so yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
Well, you know, in regards to, you know, breaking news around uh, medical marijuana treatments, Congress this week uh, advanced a bill. Uh, the House of Representatives uh, advanced the uh, Medical Marijuana Research Act, which will facilitate uh, clinical trials by establishing processes where scientists can access the flowers, the edibles and other products in state approved medical marijuana programs. So, you know, most folks don't realize, but there's been no federal testing, no FDA testing, no, you know, nothing of, of really what's on the shelves and what's being sold in the legal market. And really, it's it's been up to the legal markets themselves to kind of self-regulate in some cases uh, and really up to the states to kind of keep uh, consumers safe. But, it, you know, this this here, I think, will be interesting to actually see products on shelves being tested by the federal government. It's going to be an interesting program. But I do want to point out that everyone who voted against this bill uh, was a Republican. Uh, this bill passed with bipartisan support. It passed 343 to 75. But there were three Florida Republicans, uh, Vern Cannon, Bill Posey, and Dan Webster, who voted no against you being able to, to get tested for safe products on the shelves in the legal industry. And that just boggles my mind. So they're, you said they're voting against uh, us being able to to have our stuff third-party tested, like independent, like if we buy something from, from a dispensary, if we want to get it tested, they're saying so, you can't do that? So no, actually what, what this bill allows is the federal government scientists to actually randomly purchase and pull products and do testing on it yeah. uh, in, in the various legal states. And I think that, that that in itself adds a layer of consumer protection, and these guys voted against that consumer protection. Wow, that that's messed up, man. Why would why would you not want to? You know, you guys you guys just go ahead and finish the show. <laughs> I'm gonna eat cushion pies the rest of the time. Yeah, no, I just want one spoon of that one. That's that's is that how do you what, what how do you like it? What does it's it taste good. like, bro? Honestly, chocolate mint. Uh huh. my shit. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> mint, bro. That's exactly it. Oh, there we go. Right, thank you, sir. No. Well, I think also, you know, a, a lot of folks in Florida who are watching today, you know, are wondering, like, when Florida's time's going to be, when are we yeah. going to get legalization? Uh, I know 2024's ballot initiatives seems to be the, the case, but other states right now are going to be going uh, this coming uh, election. And one in particular up here in Maryland, uh, the Maryland legislature has put it on the ballot. Uh, they're just waiting to see if... Um, if the governor, uh, you know, he, he actually uh, let it go to the ballot without his signature. So it's going to go. Voters will now vote in November uh, whether or not in the state of Maryland adults can legally possess up to one and a half ounces of cannabis flour and or 12 grams of cannabis concentrates. And, and, and if you have more than one and a half, as long as you have less than two and a half ounces, you would only get a fine rather than an actual criminal charge. So let's uh, let's move to Maryland. <laughs> it's too cold it no, is it's it, some cold winters up here i tell you that it's disheartening to to hear stuff. like as as great for maryland great for maryland yeah, i'm really happy awesome. to hear about that for maryland but you know and then then you hear stories about like all of our bills getting like booed off of the florida house or whatever the senate yeah and um you know like our politicians not really giving a fuck about what's happening to us and um you know but great great maryland cares about their people um <laughs> give me another cushy pie man <laughs> you want to try the butterfinger you want to try pistachio oreo chocolate now Vinny, i gotta ask is that butterfinger spelled differently for trademark reasons that i don't want butterfingers coming to fuck with y'all like gorilla glue or girl scout yeah, cookies is done I mean, I guess that's a good point. Right now, we just we just mark them BF on the top. But, uh, <laughs> we have all the labels and stuff are coming in this week, so that way we have everything properly labeled for the uh, for the business expo. Sure, but, sure, um, sure. But yeah, but as of right now, I guess now that you bring it as maybe we should spell that uh, butter like B U T T A, mm. butterfinger or something. I don't know. I mean, just to, so we're not. This getting... might be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, see, or just call wow. it Bart Simpson pie. It's Bart Simpson's favorite cushy pie. Well, Bar Simpson is a registered trademark of, of Disney, so I, oh, I would I want to stay away from that. Even, yeah, don't stay away from that. <laughs> so, so I'm glad we're talking about this because these are all um, things to navigate, like we were talking about in the cannabis industry. You you know you wanna you wanna readily uh, just it's something as simple as having a butterfinger pie recipe, right? And, and without having to pay for you know deal with licensing and copyright fights and that sort of thing. And we've seen those pitfalls from um, other business owners, you know, like the guys who are pushing out Gorilla Glue as a strain or, uh, you know, uh, we've seen Skittles is another yeah, one. Yeah. 
it's just lazy marketing. I would yeah. think. So. I mean, <clears throat> but like, I don't know. I guess that's like, a good question because, I mean, like, okay, like to to clarify too. I mean, Butterfinger here in this case is a flavor, right? Like, you're not selling Butterfingers, right? That was right? what we were gonna say. Like, like uh, <laughs> because, like, like, for this one, right? Like, our number one seller is is our cookies and cream, our Oreo, right? And we, we call it Oreo because it's it's, it's and that's real Oreo. That's you know, that's, that's trademark. <laughs> but I mean, like, I'll tell you what, when we buy the boxes of Nabisco Oreo, it's not like we're using like an off-brand, you know, chocolate uh, sandwich cookie. Uh-huh. No, we're using the official, you know, Oreo. So I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. Um, I mean, for now, when we market, I guess we just call it our cookies and cream pie. But, but- what, I t- what I mean by uh, the lazy marketing, though, is yeah. like your shit doesn't look like a Butterfinger. Oh, no, no, no. It does not. Well, that's also... That's also... Like selling the Skittles with like... It looks like it, but it's really Delta 8 and you have no idea what's in there. We're not... Well, well, that was some of the arguments that Ellen was using in regards to the county commissioners trying trying to get her, you know, trying to her to push a ban or whatever restriction, whatever she's trying to do to get Delta 8, you know, with the county, uh, you know, reaching in and stepping in. But, you know, the fact that there are nerd ropes out there that are in Confused. Yeah. And there's there's the, you know, the like Carlos said, the lazy marketing uh, for some of these these uh, brands. So. I mean, I, I think in that sense, I have to agree with Ellen uh, 100% because you're marketing it, then you're making it look like it's something that a child is going to want to, um, you know, they, they don't know how to read, but they can associate a pack of Skittles candy with something that's going to potentially get them high or, it was, um, you know, medicated, then, then no, I don't want the kid doing that. But I think the biggest thing, what we got to realize is that uh, these products, they are intended for people 21, up, 21 and up. Like all of our stuff, we even for our non-infused, you know, we still don't sell them or, or turn them out to, the, to people that are underage. You know what I mean? You got to be 21 and up to partake. And I think that's that might be one of the biggest things what Ellen is pushing for. Um, you know, because we don't want underage people to have access to to anything potentially harmful. Well, and I, th- I think what Ellen's issue is, though, is, is that you know she's going to county commission. This isn't a legislative issue. This is an enforcement issue. It's a regulatory one, right? Like right. Pol- the police should be, you know, going to these gas stations and either writing them tickets or taking people out in cuffs if they, if they're not doing their due diligence. You know, Carlos cards people who walks into his store. You know, and the other thing is, is that she's saying it was so easy for her to buy it. Well, I mean, she's a 50, 60 something year old old lady asking to buy it. They're not going to be like, ma'am, can I see your ID? Of course they didn't ID her to buy it. She looks like every other, every other Karen that shops at Loft or Lane Bryant or Chico's, you know? It would have been, I like, I would have agreed with her uh, completely if she didn't fucking exaggerate. Right, if she right. just if she was if she wasn't saying that people were dying or getting poisoned, I, I remember overdosing and one of them was like cannabis poisoning. I was like, you guys ever heard of that term, cannabis poisoning? No, you would just have a great sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a really good night. Wake up well rested. Um, you know, and, and and granted, she's she's got some some uh, some points about the kids being able to buy it. But um, I think Ellen's like real. Like first off, she wasn't informed. Second, she was trying to actually like probably get them banned. That's yeah. what it that's sounded what, like. That's what um, she was initially shooting for. It sounds like. But she just wasn't informed, and it was almost like what Kenna was saying. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's only in our headphones. <laughs> um, and what Kenna was saying was uh, 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 that. Uh, Shit, I lost my train of thought now with the, the headphone thing. Um, no, uh, what Keno was saying was uh, the 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 twenty one the the kid buying it and 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 getting stoned off of it and like you know getting going to the hospital or, or whatever. Like it, it really wasn't supposed to happen. There's actually laws in place saying that that kid shouldn't have it. Right? They just weren't enforcing it properly. It was an enforcement exactly. issue. So yeah, so we got a little warning s- sticker here. Yep, not for kids, not, not for dogs. Or pets. Or pets. Yeah, see, like, you can see, these ones, you can read them way easier. Yeah, Contain, we got the bigger ones. Contains TAC, not safe for kids or pets. Yeah, don't. Uh, don't, don't Let me tell you a story about pets. One time I went to um, pop-up and I brought home a couple of brownies. And I, I remember stepping away for some reason. I left them on the coffee table. And then I, I, I ran out. When I came back from the store... They were gone off the coffee table. 
And then under the couch, I found an empty container. And I'm like, no, she did it. And I was more worried about the dog eating brownies because, you know, dogs shouldn't be eating chocolate. But yeah. the fact that those brownies were each infused with 70 milligrams of Delta yeah. 9. Delta 9. <laughs> <laughs> the and I thought, I thought, should I take this dog to the vet, spend $400, possibly wind up on a list, right? <laughs> or, or, or do we ride this out? And, and I can tell you that I, I saw the dog ride it out. You know, it took about 18 hours. There was at one point where, you know, we were in a bad neighborhood and the gunshots go off and the dog's like, wants to get up, but she can't because she's, <laughs> she's going to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was shaking. But but all in all, you know, the dog was better for it. It came out the other end. Uh, she was fine, you know. Um, and, and I would say that much is that, you know, I think people resort to hysteria sometimes when it comes to um, taking too many edibles. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just ride it out, you'll be fine. But that ride might be longer than you want to be on it. And that's why people wind up, end up going to the hospital many times. Because the doctor's like, get me off of this ride. And the doctor's like, no, you just need to sleep it off. Let me verify your point, Keno. I have, uh, <laughs> I had, yeah. <laughs> so Carlos is attempting cannabis poisoning right now. I have a, I, I have an employee here at Chillum. Um, she uh, has a ferret. And one day, one day I'm like, you know, like hey, here at work, right? And um, <laughs> there's a Honda getting ticketed right in front of, if any of the Honda Civic <laughs> would like to come is watching. Uh, please, please know you are being ticketed. Um, no, um, she has a ferret and uh, we get these samples here uh, of hemp at the store and she took a bunch of the samples home. Apparently the ferret ate a bunch of them. Um, like they were like 50 milligrams a piece, right? Oh, wow. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the ferret's so small. Oh, like a five pound ferret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like at least I had a 90 pound bulldog. <laughs> and and it was, it, she's probably not listening or watching or whatever, but you know, if she is, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna kind of like say something messed up about her. Oh. Um, she, you know, she she exaggerates a little bit, um, and you know, she was really worried about this uh, about this ferret. So I was, she calls me up, like asking what to do, and I'm like, listen, Abby, uh, I, I, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> and uh, listen, <laughs> um, the proper thing to do would be take to take the ferret to the vet and get the stomach pump. Um, but the ferret's not in any real danger. Like the no. ferret, the ferret's just gonna be uncomfortable for a while. So if you want to get the stomach pump, that would be a nice thing to do for the ferret. Um, but if you don't have the money for it, then you know, don't worry. The ferret's just gonna be uncomfortable for a couple of hours. She said that the ferret slept on her chest for about an hour and woke up and started running around in the house. Um, and was absolutely fine after that. Ferret <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna need a hug and a nap. And well, anyway, so and this is why we have to to go back to the science. That's why we're so prevalent in, in pushing on science when it comes to public policy. Is that you know uh, your endocannabinoid system does not control your respiratory system. Right. You know, it's not like uh, opioids, which are respiratory suppressants. Like if you take enough opioids, you will stop breathing. Right. Hell, if you take enough Tylenols, you will stop breathing. But if you take too much cannabis, if you take a thousand, fifteen hundred milligrams, yeah, you're gonna have a very uncomfortable time, but you're not gonna stop breathing. It's true. And for that matter, your heart won't stop either. Nope. So yeah, that's now, what, that's what it's that's what it, like um, I I feel like I'm able to take my myself to that point. Where you're just like eating like a crazy amount of milligrams and you're like like really fucking high and like so high that you're about to fucking pass out. I do that shit all the time. And the reason why I don't freak the fuck out is because I know what's happening to my body and I know that there's really nothing wrong with it. And I'm just gonna get like the best sleep ever. But anyways, I'm also attempting cannabis poisoning right now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so mango. Mango. <laughs> so Interesting thing enough, one of the the recent, um, I guess, misinformations that have been out there is around cannabis hyperemesis syndrome, (laughs) where apparently if you get so high that you end up vomiting uncontrollably. I've heard of that, but I don't think it's true. 
Eminem says that he doesn't smoke weed anymore because because he has it. Apparently, according to the the gossip, yeah, yeah, according to the gossip uh, 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 blogs out there, you know, um, I I would say this much: Have I been so high that I've thrown up? Yes. Is there a reason for that? The, the other part is, and we've talked about this scientifically, the endocannabinoid system helps regulate your immune system. If you overeat, it's going to tell you, "Hey, you've eaten too much. You need to you need to get this up." Mm-hmm. You know, the worst thing I've ever had, a worst experience with it is, and I'm not going to call it some syndrome. I'm going to call it mixing Taco Bell with RSO. If you do that, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the RSO's fault, though. I think it's the Taco uh, Bell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because the RSO telling yeah, my body, yeah, hey, yeah. you've poisoned yourself with something that's not even food. <laughs> Yeah, like every time I eat Taco Bell, it's smoked pot. I get diarrhea. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know about if it's the pot smoking. Because it doesn't happen to me. It's like in that order, guys. Oh. Um, <laughs> I I am at a loss for words. I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Hannah, I want to ask, what's the what's the future for for cushy pies? Where do you, where do you see it in in two to five years? Is it is it a storefront? Is it is it you know being a be an internet based? Is it delivery service? Are you planning on door dashing that out to people? You know, just curious. So, how what, what's the big picture? I understand right now you're living in the moment, but you I know, have, have you... let Vinny answer that because I think he has more of a vision than I do. Oh, <laughs> All of the above. I, I totally want storefront, DoorDash, everything. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't know if it's if that's the dream. Do you dream like to, to get it that big to go where you've got your own storefront and like people are actually DoorDashing your stuff and ordering it that way? Or or is the dream to try to like get picked up by one of these big commercial cannabis companies? You know what I'm saying? One of the big MMTCs and, and yeah, Pushy Pies brand cashed out that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot of people do that. You know what I mean? Like, which one do you want? Do you yeah. want something well, forever, or so, so do you want to cash out? I don't. I don't want to say the brand, but I have a friend that, that has a cannabis brand. I was talking to them, um, and uh, they were telling me that they were going to start a, a a a line in their brand that did not have cannabis in it, with the aspirations of getting into Costco and Walmart and getting into these like big box realtors. Right. Honestly, like, I think, uh, we have to like, there's gotta be two sides to this. We we've got to get into like the big box people. Yeah. Right. Um, and we can see things like Green Roads Topicals and Walmart. Yep. Yeah. Or, or you it's know, in Publix, like, right? There's yeah, it's in Green Publix. Roads and Publix. It's in Publix. Yeah, it's in Publix. Yeah, they have like a pharmacy. CBD section now. So. Yeah. So so yeah. honestly, I say I say you take it to freaking Publix. I think that's well, what it's, it's funny because originally when we first started with this, I I remember saying that uh, that every ingredient that we that's in this was all purchased from Publix except for the uh, the, the the THC infusion. Right. That's that's purchased from um, uh-huh. House of Jane Industries. Just anyway, wants hoji powder. They know how to get hold of them. Um, but everything that, that as far as the the non hemp products was all purchased from public. So yeah. our theory was, um, yeah, one day we should be able to already have the non infused products in Publix. And then after legalization comes through, um, whether it's in the pharmacy or the liquor store, we would love to have full strength cushy pies in Publix. I mean, I think that's like, that's like a real, like kind of goal, personal kind of goal because of the amount of uh, money that the Publix Corporation has donated before on behalf of stopping legalization. They're, they're prohibition, prohibitionists. So I think it's yeah, just they just got like CBD a, like a, topicals, but that's what I'm saying. Now, yeah, like <laughs> now that the, the, like the tides are, are turning, the times are changing because if, if Publix now carries CBD, which they do, I've seen this in many of their stores. Um, yeah, it's you know it could be a, a reality one day. So yeah, you I, I you guys don't have to say if you did this, but you know I I went down to Publix once and protested them. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped buying pub subs for a week because I was, I was say, protesting was hard. That's bro. a good. That's a good hard. protest. I I didn't stop buying things from them. <laughs> I just stood outside of Publix with a sign, and I was like, "Don't buy things from Publix, guys." While you're sipping <laughs> the Publix iced tea and lemonade. <laughs> that's, oh, no, sub, no, pub sub. I, I went up to the manager afterwards and I shook his hand. I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. That's it's delicious. Like, I mean, you like, know, how are you going to, like, how are you going to, you know? Well, you know, I, I have these arguments with, with coworkers all the time, you know, because I have a lot of socially justice minded coworkers and they're like, oh, you shouldn't shop here, you shouldn't eat here. And I thought about in the grand scheme of things, it's like, yes. That is right, to be principled and stick to your guns. And then it's like, where the hell am I going to eat today? Because I, <laughs> I can't stop at Starbucks. You can't go to Chick-fil-A. I can't go to Panera. You, go, you can't go to Taco Bell. I can't go to McDonald's. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but, but to the point that we do vote with our money. Where you choose to spend your money is a real vote. Whether you're registered to vote or not, every day we engage in voting. You know, every dollar that I choose to spend, you know, at, at Chillum or, 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 or getting a cushy pie, you know, as a vote uh, for your product that, you know, and I think that um, we as consumers, we should, you know, especially as Americans, we got to be more conscious of, of where we're putting our votes at. You know, uh, Carlos clearly enjoys putting his votes at Publix, right? You, you, all, you all shop too, but it's like, what's the alternative? Are you, you going to go to Fresco y Mas and get the same ingredients? Believe it or not, um, I, this actually might be worse, but I've been doing all my grocery shopping through Amazon Fresh. Ah, there you go. There you go. It's right at my doorstep. Uh, no big deal. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I, Ouch. Uh, Jesus. Ouch. Yeah, I, I, we all heard that. <laughs> the the, the, the shit going on in our headphones. But, um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so far... Carlos, which one do you like the most? The oh, chocolate yeah. mint. The chocolate, chocolate mint. That was big. That's his. That's that's chocolate favorite. mint or Butterfinger. But yeah, have you tried the? Did you try the cookies and did you try the Oreos yet? Did you try no, the pistachio I yet? Oh, you still got he, more to go. He cook, still has bro. three more to try. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got to try oh. chocolate, all, oh, all types of stuff here. Bro. So okay. these are all the ones that he's trying. I'm already so high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Oreo. Oreo. Now, Carlos is a vegan, by the way. Or, or, Here's, no. Well, I'm not vegan. I'm vegetarian. Vegetarian. But one fun fact about Oreos is that Oreos are actually vegetarian. Yeah. Or, yeah. or vegan. Vegan. That's, that's they're, plant, they're plant-based, huh? Okay. Yeah. Plant-based. Look at that. You should mm. actually show, maybe show them the thing. Uh, there's an Oreo in there. There's an actual real Oreo on the top, too, but it's, it's real in there. Oh, somebody's hating on Oreos. <laughs> Well, when you use the word "wow," shout out Corinne. Shout out Corinne Bose. That's 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 what's up. Joining Miami. What's up, Corinne? We love you, girl. Education is the key. That's actually my number one seller. Is Oreo. I can see why it's really good. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's that's the one that's this pistachio one. Now before she made the thin mint, that was my favorite. Like for the summertime, bro, that was that's it. So like our slogan is tastes like vacay and people say like, Well, where can you go? And the the lady said she wanted to go to Dubai. I said, Try this pistachio. Tell me mm. what you think, yo. I wasn't expecting that. Ah. That's really good. Uh-huh. This is like a high class. <laughs> fucking dessert it's boots there, there you go this is like i pay like 50 dollars at the or so at burns you see what i'm saying and then i'll just i'll sell it to you for 20 dollars just no problem when <laughs> <laughs> it gets too high it does it does where the fuck am i right now <laughs> <laughs> the last one is the chocolate okay which i make the chocolate myself as wow that pistachio is, is like I typically go for chocolate desserts because I love chocolate. Oh, you gotta try the chocolate pistachio. That's the best. One. The pistachio is really good on its own. It can stand. Wow, it's the rose water, man. I just really want to try that one. Yeah, bro, go for it. Exactly. You gotta try it for Kano, man. He's not here, so you gotta, you know, give him a. Second. Oh, oh, I plan on going to the expo and, oh, and, and fucking up it. some cushy pies for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. We can't wait to to have you guys and see yes. everybody out there, man, next week and let them all just. Uh, 
So who who's going on the expo, Kano? <laughs> well, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Look, we got an amazing expo lined up for folks. Um, you know, shout out to all of our, our sponsors uh, who have stepped up to, to help us out with this expo. Uh, we got a women in cannabis breakfast uh, panel that's uh, sponsored by uh, Verano and Move. Uh, we're going to have a, a cannabis business in Florida uh, panel, uh, which both, you know, Carlos and Hannah, you're, you're on that. And it's going to be sponsored by Bliss Wellness Market. Uh, we have a medical marijuana and healthy living panel, which is going to feature uh, some doctors um, as well as uh, some veterans from the Weed for Warriors project. And that's sponsored by medical marijuana awareness seminars. And then we're going to close out the day with an awesome panel on cannabis and politics. And uh, we have some, some great partners joining us uh, from Horizons uh, Community Corps, uh, Florida Prison reform allied partners and minorities uh, for medical marijuana uh, in addition to yours truly from Suncoast Normal uh, being a part of that discussion and uh, a shout out to all the other um, uh, sponsors uh, you know Delta stuff um, all the other uh, groups that are, are joining us being a part of this human interest uh, you know thank you to uh, uh, Cure Life uh, and, and Nugtopia for joining us uh, for some of these panels. Uh, thank you to Relief MD and Trinity Relief uh, also for being a part of, of, of our panels and such. And uh, thank you to the, the Tampa Hillsborough Area Partnership Group uh, for hosting, you know, at 5508. Uh, I, I'm glad that we're doing a cannabis business expo in Tampa, uh, but not in the, you know, I would say the traditional highfalutin parts. You know, some people ask me, oh, is this at the convention center? I'm like, no, it's actually in East Tampa. And I think that it's it's awesome that we're, we're promoting the urban corridor uh, and, and being able to, you know, you know, show that uh, our neighborhoods in this city are much more than the gentrification that's on the agenda, uh, that we have culture, that we have flavor. Um, I think that, you know, the mayor of Tampa is taking us in the wrong direction uh, in the city of Tampa. And just just this show alone, you saw someone getting getting ticketed on a Sunday on 7th Avenue. Right, you all just pointed yeah, it out. That—that like, that is the wrong direction for our city. That is a shitty move. It's the Lord's Day, and you're ticketing people. Like, what is going on, Jane Caster? What is wrong with your agenda? And there's homeless people still out here. Um, yeah, unless man. those tickets are going to put them homeless people in the houses, right. like bite the big one, please. Seriously, it's not. Um, okay, uh, two things. First off. The chocolate one tastes just like chocolate mousse. It's like really good. Uh-huh. And like it's like this dark chocolate. And it might <laughs> be that actually like just a plain chocolate one might just be my favorite. Um and second, it's so simple and delicious. There's certain times like uh and the fifty five oh eight man, like that's honestly like it's it's a pretty fucking cool place. Like yeah. it's a you're you're not even like really like expressing like yeah, this whole cultural reason is it makes it like really cool, but it's like a co work space completely made out of shipping containers. How cool is that? Yeah, it's like fucking awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, and we're gonna be on a panel together. Yeah, and we're, there's a stage outside in a courtyard. Uh, there'll be tons of vendors, you know, especially cushy pies and other other uh, food vendors. We'll have some food trucks out there. Um, of course, we have a women in cannabis networking breakfast panel. So, you know, uh, doors open at eight. The panel starts at nine. So arrive early so you can network. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited for the awesome spread that we're going to have at the breakfast. I highly suggest checking out the breakfast. Uh, I'm excited. Because breakfast is, is the most important meal of the day. <laughs> and, like, there's entertainment while you're doing the breakfast. Like, the panel is going to be going on while you're eating. But, oh, God, that chocolate was so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but, uh. But if you can't make it out for the breakfast, I mean, you can come out, out at, like, any point in the day and just kind of check out the vendors and kind of do some shopping and, like, get some information and talk to people out there. You'll be able to talk to me. You'll be able to talk to Hannah. You'll be able to talk to Kano. Yeah. And there's several dozen vendors and, 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 and folks coming out, so you'll have the opportunity to engage, uh, you know, with folks in all areas of the business, whether it's an MMTC, whether it's a doctor's clinic, a uh, patient advocacy organization, you know, a small hemp businesses like yourself with Cushy Pies and Chillum. So there'll be a lot of different folks, folks to get the opportunity to engage with and, and see what they're doing. Because one of the things I wanted with this expo is to showcase, again, that you don't have to just be an MMTC in Florida to be a part of this cannabis industry and that this industry is so much more than just the big you know 15 folks who are currently selling weed in the state under the medical marijuana system right 100 percent. so much more yeah and 
Um, and honestly, like at this point, I would I would ask Gary to to tell me how to join Suncoast Normal, but I think Vinny can actually t- take this one. How do you join Suncoast Normal, Vinny? You know, uh, you go to the website or you, uh, <laughs> you you go to their Instagram page and you message him and you say, "Hi, I would like to get involved. I want to do something to uh, change these antiquated marijuana laws." And then one of these guys will usually message you back and say. Pay your annual membership fees. Well, you're absolutely right, Vinny. You just go to the website at (laughs) suncoastorval.org slash membership. (laughs) But if you want to check us out on social media, you can also check us out at at, at suncoastnormal, N-O-R-M-L. I don't know. I think uh, we had a hell of a show today, guys. I think. uh, But that way you can walk around with one of these in your your wallet. That's right. Yeah. Card, it's there. Official member. Yeah, you and and with that card, you get twenty five percent off here. Chill them. See what I'm saying? Um, did you get your discount for the item you purchased? Here? I did. I did. <laughs> you get a, a discount. She bought me a really nice item from here, and uh, thank you, thank you, honey, for buying me such a nice item from Chillum today. Aww. You're welcome. Happy uh, anniversary. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad, it, glad it comes with a with a 25% discount. Sure. So, oh, sure. Couldn't could imagine paying full price for it. Oh. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> so, yeah. no, and that's what another question I, I have, because my wife and I, we, you know, we, we come from different backgrounds, and we, you know, sometimes we have communication lapses. I don't know if it's cultural or if it's generational or if it's just where we come from. But how is it running a business together, you know, as a couple? You know, because because you know we always say you know uh, in business school, right, Carlos? They tell you don't, don't mix business with your friends. You know, so, so can't imagine being married and, and <laughs> you know and running a business together. What, what's it like? You know, I mean, do y'all have knockdown arguments over how much infusion should go into a simple pie? You know, I mean, we we have we have conversations, we have debates, and and maybe disagreements from time to time. But uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty. It's like this. Uh, I. Th- me, it doesn't exist for me without her. I can't make these pies. I wish I had the the skills. Like, I know the recipes. I see her do it. But the truth of the matter is you could give me all the ingredients, give me the same kitchen, but her, my sauce ain't going to come out like her sauce, dude, bro. The way she puts it together, it's uh, it's 1,000%. You know what I'm saying? It's it's her thing. I'm I'm just good at sales, bro. I, I like to sell this stuff. And this stuff, it's not like you're really selling. It sells itself, man. It's cushy pies. It's delicious. And, try it. Yeah, once you try it, you'll know. You know, it's uh, okay. Yeah. That's I why I have him on my sales team, so I, that whenever we, we're not getting along, I can say, "Go sell the pies." Yeah, just go out there and go sell. Them. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm no, going to go ahead and uh, call to order an official uh, uh, episode of Chill and Scrutiny here on Cushy Pies. <laughs> Okay, so this is the official Chillum Scrutiny review of Cushy Pies. And in order to uh, do this review, I've uh, tried all of, all, of the, all of the actual pies. Wait, there's a cookie? Bro, that's this. So this is... Uh, <laughs> this is this wait, is, wait, wait, you haven't even tried the best Yeah, part. so hang on. We got to show them what this is, right? Show them the camera. This is uh, a, a Little Debbie-inspired oatmeal cream pie. So like, think about like Little Debbie... This is after she got grown and uh, she really got into cannabis. So, oh, so this is Deborah's pies. Yeah, that's Mistress Deborah. That's who it's, this it's, is. Miss Deborah. Yeah, Miss Deborah. Miss Miss Deborah. And I, I can eat this, right? Oh, one hundred. Go for it, man. We brought it for, for you to share amongst the panel. So, I don't think that's getting shared amongst anybody. <laughs> but, uh, in fact, um, we Carlos submitted. Wow. Wow. Okay. Just one, just one. No, no. Yeah, in the box. Just one. This is really good. So Yeah, you gotta try it. Yeah, so like that uh little Debbie oatmeal cream, but that's actually uh what we are entering um in the cup for the the Florida Cup, the annual 
competition here in Florida for all uh, hemp-based uh, products. I'm pretty excited for that. Awesome. And that's yeah, next man. weekend, right? That, yeah, next uh, next Sunday, April 17th. Um, you can still get your tickets at uh, www.thefloridacup.com. And oh, if you're an MMJ patient, yep. it's free. Yep, free for all MMJ patients. Just go nice. to the website, register, and you get a free this ticket. This is really to hard to do. <laughs> Did you try the brownie? Carlos, you got to try the brownie, man. This is fresh, bro. She just I made that this made morning. Made that this morning. Just for you. Just for you guys. Really? Yeah. yeah. For me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I might be able to get away and make the brownies. I could maybe pull that one off, but not the kosher pies. That's that's totally her. Wow. Brownies. Did you try, try one? There's a whole thing there. Try oh, one. I'm going to buy some. <laughs> 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 like, 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 I don't want just the samples. I want some for later. <laughs> <laughs> like. Wow, that brownie. Okay. The brownie's number one. <laughs> brownie's number one. All right. Good to hear. Now, are you going to have more of those brownies at the expo? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have that. We'll have all of our um, edibles. We'll have our cookies, brownies, oatmeal pies. Now, some of the folks might be listening. Do you take uh, Square? Uh, you got cards? Is it cash only? Just to give we, folks a heads up. Try to stay generally cash or uh, cash, app? cash app. That's the cash app. We can do that. Okay. okay. All right. For this episode of Chilling Scrutiny, I am not going to touch the brownie or the, the oatmeal cookie. I'm going to let people decide for themselves for the oatmeal cookie at, at the other event. That brownie is fucking dope, though. <laughs> um, but I want to keep it to the pies because this is cushy pie. So right, I'm right, going to keep right, it right. to the pie. Oh All right. Um, and, like, it's really hard. Like, I, I could put, like, my first four favorite right and then it's hard to rate the rest of them but i gotta say like this chocolate man like i just got this thing for dark chocolate bro man like this chocolate is fucking good <laughs> and i'm gonna have olivia try it try it out and i've made the chocolate's actually but, made by me uh, yeah like i have a spoon here for you yeah we got spoons here the the chalk straight up chocolate it's my favorite. It just tastes like chocolate mousse and like this really rich, delicious chocolate mousse. Butterfinger is number two because I like peanut butter. Okay. I also like a chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, really yeah, like uh, I just don't have that yet right now. Pistachio is number three. Okay. Um, you got to understand it's really strange that I chose pistachio as number three because I typically don't like pistachio, <laughs> uh, which is fucking. So it made the podium. It, yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. Uh. <laughs> And then, and then cookies and cream Oreo is after that, but it's kind of tied with mint chocolate chip or mint chocolate. And then the rest is just tied, man. Like I, I like, that's crazy. That strawberry shortcake and key lime when we were like beefing them up at the beginning. But honestly, like you guys got this chocolate pistachio game on lock. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. So that's, that's my chillum scrutiny. Um, on cushy pies. Well, I got to say, there was one, um, and I don't know if you discontinued it or maybe it's going to come back, but it had coconut in it. Coconut, that was coconut, coconut cream pie. Yeah. That was my, my cushy pie favorite that, that I, I, I've had as far as flavors go. We had the uh, the coconut cream pie, and then um, kind of one time before, we actually had anticipated about uh, the copyright infringement. So we came out with something called the Joyful <laughs> Almond Cushy Pie. And as you can expect, it ah, yes, rather you than the joy, yes, joy. So we called the the joyful almond cushy pie, and uh, that one, that one was a, a a super huge hit. The chocolate, the coconut, people really liked that one. I dig I like that. I dig that. Pies. I like coming up with the different pies. All right, you know, like uh, Hannah, oh, Vinny, we're at the end of the show here. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, why don't why don't you uh, let people know how they can get a hold of you, how they can support you guys. Well, um, you can go on Instagram, Cushy Pies. That's K-U-S-H-Y, Pies. I'm on Instagram. Cushy Pies. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Oh, um, I have a caption. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to put it up there. Yeah, you put it on the screen. I just, all the Cushy Pies. Yeah. At Cushy Pies. At Cushy Pies, yes. Um, You can definitely follow us on Instagram. That has the up-to-date information of where we're going to be, what our plans are. Um, If you want to do meetups, we do meetups. And hopefully we'll be in Chillum one day. Yeah, you know, one day we're gonna have this thing. Um, yeah, you know, let's get everything all all right. You know, we'll be in. The, I, I see a spot for you right exactly. there. In the see that over there. We even all have right. yeah, we like, have like a little cooler it's box. It's clear. Right. It's waiting for Kushi Pass. 
Don't worry, the labels are on the way. Once you get the labels in, um, yeah, because they'll have everything. They'll have the link for the uh, third-party testing, the QR scan code, everything. We just want to make sure we have everything up to, uh, you know, above standard. above standard. Yeah, exactly. Before yeah. we bring them because you buy to to chill them. You know what I mean? We gotta gotta make sure we have it proper. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of our guest speakers at the expo is Florida's director of cannabis, Holly Bell. And so we want to make sure all our licensing and everything's up to date for all vendors uh, at the expo because uh, you will have the the, bo- the boss uh, walking around uh, checking credentials. <laughs> yeah, so, so well, if we don't have anything in order, hopefully she can help us uh, get it in order. You know what I mean? She'll point us in the right direction. Um, Ken, you got anything else before we wrap it up? Look, I just got to say, um, you know, uh, again, flash that graphic, come out to the Tampa Bay Cannabis Business Expo, April 23rd, one day only, uh, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. You know, bring your family out there, go online to suncoastnormal.org, get your tickets. Uh, we have amazing, uh, uh, women in cannabis breakfast, networking breakfast. Uh, when you purchase that ticket, it also comes with an all access pass for the rest of the day to all the other amazing panels. Um, otherwise you can get your all access ticket, uh, for just as little as 10 bucks general admission is free we do ask you download a free ticket though just so we can have a solid head count of uh how many folks we're expecting you know we're expecting upwards of a a couple thousand so ball means get them now and uh and just you know be prepared to have a good time and you get to see some of the amazing uh businesses here in florida uh that are happening and some uh, really engaging panels to inform you about what's the latest in the cannabis industry if you're interested in getting involved this will be the space if you're a job seeker and you're looking to actually get hired by you know by a cannabis business this would be the expo to come to and, and talk to these business owners and, and you know we even have an interview space for our sponsors uh, who are hiring i know you're hired right now at Chillum, right carlos so you, you yeah, have an opportunity to take some applications. Abby is going to be out there uh, taking in resumes and, and giving people interviews. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Awesome. So maybe we'll find a ne- our next Semtender out there. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Uh, um, again, everyone, go to suncoastnormal.org. Uh, become a member. Be a part of this movement. We can't do this without you, the members. And uh, we'll catch you in the future episodes of The Rotation. Bye. 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 Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This has been The Rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member. Because that is how you become part of the change. You can find the Rotation podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. But you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal, gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National. All by joining Suncoast Normal. That website, again, is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, Find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary. And good night. Good night.